Procurement administrative lead time. It's a nice word for how bureaucratically long it takes from the time an agency decides it might need to buy something to when it awards a contract. It even has its own acronym, PALT. And PALT is often not paltry. Sometimes it's years. Well, now the Office of Federal Procurement Policy has issued a proposed definition of PALT as a step towards squeezing it down. Here with Industries Take, the president and CEO of the Professional Services Council, David Berteau. Halt. This has been a big bugaboo for contractors, hasn't it? It has been around for a long time, Tom. Uh, you know, it, it's actually useful to look at the history here. Uh, the the idea of it takes too long to get contracts in place is one that goes back a long ways. And attempts to address this go back a long ways. You know, uh, my first engagement in this was in 1981 with a set of defense uh, acquisition reform initiatives known at that time as the Carlucci initiatives. One of those initiatives. That does go back. It goes back. Uh, one of those initiatives was to reduce uh, PALT, right? Uh, in the 1990s, again, now under a Democratic administration, uh, when the Government Performance Review Act came out, one of DOD's three initiatives under GIPRA was to reduce. Paltz. Uh, and, and now uh, Ellen Lord, the current undersecretary for acquisition sustainment, has said that she was committed early, early on. She said she was committed to reducing PALT by 50 percent. The, the challenge with all of those is there were three key characteristics that were lacking. One was a common definition of how of what PALT is, right? Uh, when does it start? When does sure. it end? The second was measures for, to comply with those common definitions. And the third was making the results of the definition and the measurements available to Congress, to the public, to, to organizations like uh, PSC, so that we could both track and make recommendations for improvements. Because the idea of measuring PALT is not to know, it's to make it better. Right. right. And you can't improve something until you know what it is you're improving and you need some metrics. Right. So following uh, the DOD pronouncement, they wanted to reduce PALT by 50%. And, and by the way, there are some agencies, the U.S. Agency for International Development, for example, which does have a definition, does track, and actually makes those results available to us. Not clear that they've actually re reduced PALT as a result of that, but if you don't have it defined, you certainly can't tackle it. So PSC began an, an undertaking and, and produced two laws uh, in the fiscal year 18 National Defense Authorization Act, which was signed in December of 2017, uh, the law applied to DOD, and it required DOD to create a common definition, to measure against that definition, and to make the results of those measurements publicly available, right? And then uh, and in, in FY19, the next year's uh, Authorization Act for Defense, which, as you know, often has rules that cover all of government, not just defense, because sure. it's the vehicle of choice uh, to get legislation in place, uh, we succeeded uh, with the help of, uh, of a number of members of Congress. Uh, Congressman Jerry Connolly was the author of the, of the provision, and, and a lot of members helped in that regard. And, and we put that into place government-wide. So last week, the Office of Federal Procurement Policy put out a proposed approach to m defining, measuring, and reporting the results of this. We have 30 days. We have until uh, uh, February uh, right. 20th and to respond to this. Given the definition that they did come out with, is it a good one? It starts in the right direction. I mean, there, there are three key elements of this. One is, is the part that, that is most visible is from the time of the solicitation until the time of the award. And that's kind of the part that, that matters a lot, uh, particularly to contractors who have to uh, schedule scarce resources and, and put their bids where they've got the most likelihood of, of having success. There's actually a pre-solicitation part of this. Well, you know, yeah, I was going to ask what about when they just have requests for information exactly. and they're doing their market research and sometimes those requests say we may not even have a contracting program related to this request. 
Right, but is we'd like you to of, give us some information anyway, right? Yeah, and, so should and, that be considered part of Paul? I would like it to be uh, in our comments to the DOD proposal. But then you would have infinite PALT if they uh, don't do anything. Infinite and and not only that, you really have different types of, of programs and projects that you're measuring here. Uh, one of the ways, one of the challenges of measuring, for instance, is do you only pay attention to the initial award of the f- contract, or do you also include the exercise of options? Well, if I've got a one-year contract with four one-year options. It may take me 18 months to get that first award, but then only one month to exercise each of the options. At that point, I now have five contract actions divided by 22. It looks like my PALT is only 4.4 months per per action, whereas really it was 18 months and then four one-month things. So it's really, we've got to get more precise in looking at this. The goal is not to hold people responsible for a bad result. The goal is to fix it and make it better. The government needs results faster. We're speaking with David Berteau. He is president and CEO of the Professional Services Council. And I guess you would have to publish results in some manner that's meaningful, and that is not averages. Because if an agency decides, golly, our printer broke, we need a new printer, let's go to the GSA multiple awards schedule, you can get that printer in in a few days. Right, right. If you are buying a new aircraft carrier, then the PALT could be 20 years. And so the average would be 10 years. One took two days. One took 20 years. It's a meaningless average. That's right. And 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 actually, that, that is one of the comments we made to the Defense Department uh, two years ago when they proposed their approach to this. Uh, we think they're working on this. They talk about it publicly. They actually talk about the averages in, in speeches. But we need more visibility into the specifics there because ultimately you can't focus on fixing it and making it better with an average. You've got to focus on fixing it with the extremes because the extremes are where we have the, the grave problems here. Yeah, so it really gets into some pretty fine-grained definitions because you know resupply of a DOD system or the reordering of ordnance even from a different vendor, might engender some kind of a short competition, whereas these long procurement programs where the PALT is, is, is a generation almost, right. the more you think about it, the more complicated it is to define the terms that go into a given PALT. It is, and one of the advantages of the new proposed approach from the Office of Federal Procurement Policy is it actually does something that DOD alone cannot do and that the DOD relies on the, on the federal government broadly to do. And that is, as you're aware, Tom, there's a system of tracking contracts. It's the federal procurement data system, right? And it's got all the contracts over a certain level in there. There's a lot of data entered in, a lot of data fields. There's no data field for when the solicitation was issued and when it was awarded, and so you can't calculate PALT from the FPDS. DOD could hmm. not fix that. OFPP can now have to be implemented by the managers of that, which is the General Services Administration. But that's one of the advantages, I think, and certainly PSC's comments will reinforce the need to get that into the federal procurement data system as quickly as possible. By the way, two years ago when we commented on the DOD proposed approach, we actually sent a copy of our comments to OFPP and we said, you might as well get started now on getting this into the federal procurement data system. They may have gotten started, they haven't finished. Well, and if they issue a solicitation to update the system, that could have PALT. Uh, it probably could have PALT. PALT this produces is, uh, PALT. Uh, PALT produces PALT. And, and, the, and look, we're always going to have PALT. You can't award a complex contract in the dead of night on, on the snap of a button, right? You actually do have to have good solicitation, uh, good requirements, good evaluation criteria. And, and one of the real challenges here is it's not just speed. It's actually getting results you need out of that speed as well. So even if we fix PALT, 
we're uh, in terms of definitions and reporting, we're still got a lot of work to do to get better contracting out of this. Yeah. So at some point, PALT gives way to life cycle, which is a whole different measurement. It's a different measurement. And in fact, it's a great point you raised because some of the ways in which the government is trying to reduce PALT, the other transactions authority that lets you go buy a, a, a prototype quickly, right? The What DOD has now authorities on what's called the middle tier of acquisition, which allows you to, to bypass some of the normal processes, right? One of the problems with those advanced ways of doing it, and even the new innovative ways of getting access to you know non-traditional suppliers is it pays attention to what you're getting right now, whether it's a product or a service or a new system or a new approach, but it doesn't look at the life cycle sustainment and support costs. And that's where 70% of your money goes. So if you short that at the front end, you're going to pay for it at the back end. That's not good for the government. It's not good for our members. All right. So take a look at this pronouncement from OFPP. Don't take it with a grain of palt, I guess you might say. <laughs> Thank you. We'll have a whole bucket of palt before we're finished. David Berto is president and CEO of the Professional Services Council. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and with no lead time. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.